this is Hannah Mogavero, and on my podcast today, I have a special guest, Scott Newman. Say hi. Hi. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about Scott and his hobby. He is a student at SUNY Oswego, and he is a history major, and his hobby is metal detecting. Okay, so when did you start metal detecting? So, I got my first metal detector. It was actually a birthday present when I was six years old in my kindergarten class. And um, so, I began to realize what it was. And you could actually find stuff. I took it around my yard and found a couple old coins or whatever. And uh, my dad is a fine art dealer, but mostly historical prints, maps, things like that. Not, not really modern paintings. So... There's this guy, Bill Fisher, um, who owned an antique store by me, and he was kind of a, a picker, they call them. Have you ever seen the show American Pickers? They go around and buy stuff at estate sales and stuff like that. And so he metal detected. So I went over with my dad when I was about eight to pick up some stuff from this guy, and he showed me some of the stuff he had found metal detecting. And at the time, I had been interested in collecting coins and so I saw some stuff he had and he actually let me have a few of these old coins and I remember he gave me this uh, it's called the Spanish 2 Marvetus from 1833 and I thought it was the coolest thing ever so I told my dad that I wanted a metal detector for my birthday and I got one it was a cheap they call them bounty hunter is the name of the brand and uh, so I took it to my cousin's farm uh, or cousin's farmhouse out east and walked around the front yard and sure enough the first thing I found was a 1906 uh, they call them barber dimes Um, and then uh, I found a silver thimble and a quarter from 1939 and I I was hooked after that I thought that was the coolest thing ever and so what really got me started though was I think I was about eight or nine when I found that and that really you know they got the bug and then uh, when I was 11 I found my first large scent from 1828, and uh, I've been going steadily ever since. I have uh, spent more time doing that than uh, anything else in my life, except for school. All right, awesome. So, why do you like metal detecting so much? It's kind of a multi-dimensional answer. answer. Um, my family uh, has lived on the same... I'm, I'm from Long Island, and my family settled the uh, town of South Holt in the 1600s, around 1640 or so, 1650. So I'm a 14th generation Long Islander, and growing up, I lived in this community, the same town pretty much, that uh, my family settled in the 1600s. So there's always this history that we are all expected to know growing up, just family history and whatnot and then on top of that I've always had a natural interest for exploring and finding things when I was young I would look for four-leaf clovers in the soccer field so I like to imagine things so when I metal detect it's not only is an excuse to go out and adventure but it takes me some really wonderful places like all over Long Island, old properties, and I've met some wonderful people doing it. And the stuff I find is quite interesting. You find 
presidential, you know, inaugural buttons from George Washington and cool old political buttons from the Whigs of uh, 1836 and just weird stuff. And I find that so fascinating, you know, time comes and goes and the things people are passionate about become less important as time goes on, some of them anyways. So it's fun to imagine the lives that were lived by the objects you find. It kind of paints its own picture, if you will. You know, you find a an axe in the woods, and you know this man was cutting down trees, or you find a coin from Sicily from 1849 that you know that person must have traveled the world because how else would they get a coin like that? And so it's fun. It's fun to imagine the lives of the people that came before us. Um, and metal detecting is a is a an insight into the past. Everything else is stories besides what is physical physical proof and metal detecting is a is a physical proof so and it's good for coin collecting i've uh, managed to find all sorts of early american coins and coins from other countries as well so that adds to it it's not necessarily worth much these coins because they've been damaged by the ground but it's still fun to do So, what's the coolest thing that you found metal detecting? Ooh, that's also a hard question to answer. Um, I think the coolest thing I ever found was, it's called a kettle point. And, um, basically they're metal arrowheads that were traded with the Native Americans. When the first white people came here, it's, uh, uh, uh prior to contrary beliefs, uh, they didn't just get kicked out necessarily. Um, but rather we, you know, as uh, us white people traded with them early on with things that would make their lives easier so that we could get what we wanted too. So we traded things like axe heads and metal arrowheads because before us they had, they were making stone tools. Um, and you know, you spend four hours making an arrowhead and you shoot it and God forbid you miss and it shatters, you're going to be kind of upset. And so these arrow, these metal, metal arrowheads, um, are cool because it doesn't get any older than that. You can, you know, I've I found a coin from 1577 or thereabout, and you know there was nobody actually here in 1577. Verrazano didn't even come around here till I think uh, 1580s or 90s, I forget. Um, and even that, he only pretty much went to the mouth of New York Harbor. He didn't really go any further. Def certainly didn't go in the Long Island Sound. <coughs> so it's it's a. Uh, it kind of it portrays a, a part of uh, American history that we don't really talk about, and I find it fascinating to imagine, you know, being a, a you know 1600s, right? You're basically one step out of the medieval times, and then uh, trading with these Native Americans who, for all intents and purposes, are pretty much still cavemen. Um, it would have been an interesting time to exist, and. Uh, it's fun to imagine that time period, and, and no, the, no object better exemplifies that time than a, a kettle point, as far as I'm concerned. So, what do you do with all the things that you find? Well, as of now, I they're, <laughs> they're pretty much in piles and uh, loosely sorted trays, and I. Uh, need to spend more time organizing the things but 
in the end, they will go to the respective historical societies for the towns in which they were found. Um, they're just objects, and without that that story, that piece behind them, they're not really much more than that. But if you give them context, they become more important. And uh, I want to make sure they get get the pro the proper. Uh, Acknowledgement they deserve. So, I suppose when I die, most of it will go back to their respective historical societies. Okay. Okay, thank you, Scott. Good to know. Do you have anything else you want to say? No. If you have an old house, let me mail-tech you on, please. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Bye.